Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. I don't have a perfect family. God's been good. But, but one thing in our house we don't tolerate is strife. You know, I get on her nerves all the time. Sometimes even the kids watch, but they'd also watch us work it out. That's right. When I go home, I got to go home to peace. I'm going somewhere. Husbands and wives, you're constantly fighting. The devil's not just after you, he's really after your kids. Because what I'm about to teach you is if there's always strife in the home, your prayers aren't going to be answered. And the only thing those, those kids that don't know nothing about life have going for them are their parents' prayers. But many of us have been neutralized because we're repeating what we watched our parents do, etc. And we, 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 we've not really paid attention to the book. By pride comes nothing but what strive. Some people, not you, they're so conditioned to strife. If there's peace, they got to do something to start something because it doesn't feel natural. (laughs) What I want to point out today is that by pride comes nothing but what strife. The arguing and the fighting and the fussing, the root of it is pride. And we, we can try to make peace and all until you deal with the pride. And you say, well, you know what, Lord, this marriage is not just about me. Lord, this house is not just about me. Lord, my life is not just about me. Church is not just about me. Until we deal with pride, we're always going to be at odds with one another, divided. How many of you know a kingdom divided can't what? Yeah, the devil knows that. That's why we're fighting in our houses. And you think it's about that person, they're trying to get your children. I wish you'd understand that. They're trying to get your babies. Because the devil knows if he gets y'all fighting, and then the kid's watching that, he could plant seeds in them, and you won't have any power, any power when you go before God to try to help. My wife and I, we are not perfect. But I will say, God has kept our family. Let me say, when I say things like this, the devil tries to test it. I try not to say things like this. But he he has kept our family because we refuse to let strife. You know, even in this church, one of the biggest challenges has been who I let behind those doors back there. The Bible says, drive out the mocker and the quarrel cease. And what happens is if I get the wrong people behind those doors, sowing seeds of discord, the thing the Bible says that God hates, constantly growing up strife. And you used to know them people, they were around here, lots of them. I had to make hard decisions because an environment of strife, God's not going to hear our prayer. An environment where everyone's proud, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm better than you, my group's better than your group, and your group didn't invite my group. You hear what I'm saying? In that environment, 
prayers are not heard. And you might think it's my opinion, but I'm going to back into some scriptures in, in just a, a few moments. Matthew 18 and 19. I want you to listen to Jesus again. Again, I say to you, if two of you didn't need 16, it's, it, it seems in the Old Testament they got down to 10. But in the better covenant, it got down to two. Pay attention to what I'm saying. I know I'm talking a little bit about marriage. But let me tell you something. One of the main purposes of marriage is for you to have a pair partner. <laughs> I know. Where are you here? Singles, God will raise you up a prayer partner too. Amen. But the, 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 the purpose of the family is for the children. And those children need to be prayed for. So God said, I'm going to put two people together. I'm going to yoke them up so they can agree in prayer for those children. My wife, you know, I, I might, you know, know the word and all the rest, but I think my wife is one of the most powerful weapons in our house. When she goes to pray and stuff goes to moving. Amen. But one thing about my wife is she's learned to stay in agreement with me. And vice versa, we guard our unity. Again, we get on each other's nerves. I mean, I get on her nerves. and <laughs> Sometimes I'll say something not nice, didn't, didn't quite mean it, but we'll work that out because we know our power is in us. Do you know what I'm saying? And when, if us falls apart, my boys are exposed. Now, I'm talking about my children because you understand that. But also, if us falls apart, grace is exposed. So no matter what happens in this church, I don't need 10. I don't need 50 if two of us. You get it? And also, you know, I'm talking about marriage, but, but that's why we have family too. You know, there's, there's a mother that will pray for you, a father that will pray for you, a, a brother that will pray for you. And there are people that, that will be uh, committed to pray with you through things. And that's why the devil's fighting you getting connected to anybody. Because he knows if we come together, there's power. He wants you to keep fought, finding fault with their shoes and their clothes and where they live and, 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 and all the nonsense. So we... Won't agree. Listen to Jesus. Again, I say to you, if two of you what? Agree. He's saying, guys, if y'all ever start fighting about who's the boss or who gets the credit. If two of you agree, watch this, on earth, stop blaming God in heaven. The problem with our unanswered prayer is not in heaven, but right here on earth. And I'm trying to lay it out for you just a little bit. Now, Jesus began with again, right? But we don't see these words exactly recorded anywhere else. Because what he was saying is basically, disciples, I've been trying to teach you this over and over and over again. I've been saying this in different ways, guys. I've been saying it over and over. Again, I say to you guys, if two of you agree, if he gets the two of us to agree on earth concerning anything they ask, Jesus knew that strife, disagreement, and again, you can, 
I know this is said a lot. You can disagree without being disagreeable. And you're not going to agree with everything I say, but you can be agreeable. And you can say, well, 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 you know what? That's not the way I would do it. But you know what? Maybe God called this guy. Maybe God whispered some things in his ear. Oh, you know what? Maybe if he's wrong, he'll learn and get it right. Imagine that. Imagine everyone else not having to be perfect. You hear what I'm saying? And then maybe he'll get it right and do better next time. If two of you agree on earth, Concerning anything that they see the power. If we would agree about anything, I mean, heart agreement, man, he will fight agreement. He will bring up every petty thing. You know, they're not this, they're not that, they're black, they're white, they're, 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 they're Hispanic, they're this, that, come up with any little tiny thing to get in the way of our agreement. Why? Because he knows we're dumb enough to take the bait. But I'm praying that God matures us and, and gives us wisdom so that when the devil comes with the bait, we recognize that it's really not about that thing. It's about neutralizing the power that God wants to release through us. All of us can look at another piece of person and come up with a peeve and a criticism. It doesn't take a whole lot of intelligence to come with a criticism. It's easy to do. What is hard to do is build something. What's hard to do is create something. What's hard to do is keep it together. Do you understand? That takes wisdom and strength. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth and concerning anything they ask, it will be done by my Father in heaven. Imagine, as crazy as it is out there, if husbands and wives got an agreement about their children. Imagine, as crazy as it is out there, if congregations and pastors got an agreement. Imagine, as crazy as it is out there, if several churches got an agreement. The devil knows the power of agreement. So he fights it with everything In him. 1 Peter 3, verse 7. It's talking about the marriage relationship. I know everyone's not married in the room, but if you ever get married, you'll be ready for it. And, and if you're not married, maybe you can counsel some of your married friends. <laughs> Said, husbands, likewise, dwell with them or your wives, watch this, with understanding. That's the opposite of strife. When you dwell with someone in an understanding way, that's not strife. What happens is we do not dwell with each other in an understanding way. I can't understand you. You don't make no sense. You stupid. You hear what I'm saying? Strife. Stay with me. I imagine this going differently in my head before <laughs> I stood up here. Giving honor to the wife. Honor is the opposite of strife. When you stop honoring and respecting people, calling them out their name, you're in strife. As to us as a weaker vessel. Some commentators and, and Greek scholars say that it means treating 
the other as more fragile and valuable than yourself. <laughs> so the, the fragile vessel, because some, some of your ladies can whip us, I'll tell you that. But, so I don't know about weaker. No, I, I've seen some fights. I've seen some of y'all fights. I feel sorry for the brother. But the point is, I want you to see it's the opposite of pride and strife. He was saying, man, your job is to make sure there's peace in your home. Man, your job, just like Adam was supposed to watch for the snake, pay attention. When the snake comes of strife and contention, you are the one to deal with it. As being heirs together of the grace of God, realizing that husband and wife are in the same boat. If one of you sink, it's both of you sinking. Why? Watch this. Why? This is where you say, well, Bishop, I, was, I, you know, I, I hear you, but I think it's your opinion. Watch this. That your prayers may not be what? Hindered. When there's strife in the home, when there's strife in the church, when there's strife in the department, when there's strife in the job, constant fighting over who's going to lead, why one is better than, than another, people fighting about their own way and their particular opinion, we begin to abandon our most powerful weapon, prayer. If my people would humble themselves, there can be no fights if there's no pride. Pride, or the opposite of pride, is humility. And sometimes, it, it takes two to have a fight. Sometimes you do need to battle it out, but I'm not talking about to win. I'm talking about so you, the couple can win, and y'all got to talk through this and find the truth in an area, and that's painful, and you, you got to do that at times. But sometimes it's not worth it. You've heard said sometimes winning a fight is not worth losing the relationship. I mean, the, the fight over whether or not you go to Cheesecake Factory Outback. I'm reading your emails. I mean, is that really grounds for there to be strife in the home? So the devil could get to your kids. So the devil could get to your health. So, so you can't pray for, for, for your lost brothers and sisters and loved ones. Is that really worth it? And being heirs, that your prayers may not what, be what? Hindered. Hindered. Meaning when we're in strife, it hinders our prayers. So a person that is saved but can't get hold of God. And it's not something the devil, we did that to ourselves. It wasn't because the devil was so strong. It's because we took the bait. Let me tell you something. All this stuff God's doing, all these souls being saved, all these people impacted. Let me tell you what the devil wants more than anything else for us to start fighting. Because he knows the moment you do, the moment we do, power's broken. 
I don't care how well the word is spoken. I don't care how well they sing. If we get in disunity and disagreement over nonsense, we are whipped and defeated. Church, if we would humble ourselves first, then pray. Some of us, we bring all of our anger into prayer and wonder why it's not going anywhere. But you know, if you go to God, you know what? Me being right, Lord, it's not. Me proving myself right. God, what they did to me, what I feel like. Father, I just call on your name. Father, what I think, if it doesn't matter what your word says does, God. Right now, I don't even feel like I love them, but I know you do, God. And Lord, I, I humble myself and I pray. Most couples, most couples that divorce stop really praying for the heart for each other. Instead, they started blaming each other for the situation. But here's the deal. You can't pray for someone every day that you hate. And I'm going to say something to you. The Bible says that we're to pray for our leaders. Okay. So you wonder why some of our prayers aren't working. We are in strife. We are listening in strife. We are taking in strife. We are operating just like the world. That's why we have no power. I disagreed with our last president over some major issues. But when I prayed for him daily, I loved him. I see some things differently to this president, but how many of y'all know I'm not the president? And I know this might upset you, but when I pray for him, I love him. I know. (laughs) You will know they are Christians by their love. All right, I'm about to show you something. Now, I didn't move in a straight line. This is not Sunday. I, I have folks here that know the Bible. That's why you come out to Bible study. So I didn't do everything in a straight line. And, and really what I'm, I'm, I'm really doing, I, I do this on Sunday as well, but I'm really, I'm praying that the light bulb comes off. And that's why I'm, I'm doing this. And I'm letting God do a lot of the preaching here today. Mark 5.11, this is about to surprise you. Now, a large herd of swine. How many of y'all remember uh, Jesus and the madman of Gadara? He cast out demons, legion of demons. You know, what is your name? Legion. Okay, okay. You got it. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons that were inside this, this man started begging him. I wonder what that sounded like. All of them simultaneously started talking to Jesus, begging Jesus. Well, what I want you to see is the demon prayed. Did you know demons pray? Just because you pray, it doesn't automatically make you spiritual. Pay attention to what I'm saying to you. All religions pray. Twelve men prayed as their airplanes crashed into the Pentagon and the Twin Towers. 
So just because you pray in Jesus' name does not mean you're praying in Jesus' name. All right. All right, stay with me. So all the demons begged Jesus, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. I really want you to get this, this next verse, because if you get it, light bulb comes off, and you're going to see some things. And at once, watch this, Jesus gave them what? Permission. Permission. Did you know that Jesus sometimes answers demons' prayers? But only if they have a right to it. This is a Jewish area. They're kosher. There's not supposed to be any pigs. Jesus gave the demon permission. This is why we have to get the piggishness out of our lives. The devil has a right to live in anything that God has forbidden. Pay attention to what I just said. And if God forbids strife and you live in strife, Satan has permission in your home. If God forbids unforgiveness, but you live in it, Satan has permission in your home. If it's all about you only and you live in it, Satan has permission in your mind. So here's the question. What pig have you let live in your mind, in your bed, in your life? Because that pig has a right to call on Satan. That unclean thing has a right to call on Satan. You can pray all you want, but if you do not get the pig out, the devil won't go. The problem was there was unclean pigs in an area that was supposed to be sanctified and separate. And there are things we're doing that empowers the devil. And then we try to pray. And we wonder why we're not going anywhere. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he flees. Humble yourself before God, then resist the devil. So, if you're going to do, you know, just each other, not constructive, it's just, and then you want God to fix the marriage. You haven't resisted the devil, but you want God to fix the relationship. Submit to God, then resist. If my people called by my name would humble themselves, submit to God. What happens is there are attitudes, there are things we do and say. When the Bible talks about false prophets in Jude and in 2 Peter, it talks about them being despisers of authority. And one of the, 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 the way, ways that you can determine, how do I say this? One of the marks of a demonized person is resistance to authority. Authority that's designed to protect, you spend your life undermining. Well, he didn't have to say it that way. She didn't have to say it. Because really, you want their position. Okay. 
Okay, let, let me go. To, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Go, go to Ezekiel 28, 17. Let, let me. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let me just keep going. Let, let me do this. All right, I have nine minutes. The, then the unclean spirit went out and entered the swine. So Jesus gave him permission. And he went. There were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. Okay, what I want you to see is although God answered their prayer, they remained devils. Yeah. Okay. The light bulb's going to come on. It might happen on the way home. Although these demons obeyed Jesus, they remained demons. Because unlike angels, demons will never humble themselves. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.